It's hard to overstate how important bread is in French culture. I had the chance to live there for a few years, and I think that the French are theoretically aware that some people are allergic to gluten, just as they're dimly aware that some people are vegetarian, but they choose to ignore it entirely. A meal without bread, even if you're eating pizza, is considered bad luck. The French state actually monitors very closely how bread is made and sold. If it has anything in it other than flour, water, yeast, and salt, it cannot legally be called a baguette. Every year, the government sets a base price for a loaf of bread, and every bakery, no matter how fancy or expensive, has to have at least one loaf on offer for the low price so that even the poorest citizen has access to bread. The loaf of bread is treated with respect. It's bad luck to put a loaf of bread upside down on the table, and in some very traditional families, the senior member at the table crosses the loaf before the bread is served. And all this is because in France, bread isn't just food. It's a symbol. It's a symbol of everything human beings need to survive. All the food we eat, the family and the friends that eat with us, the freedom to share a meal in our own homes in safety, bread symbolizes all that. And so you treat it with respect. And if you go to France, you understand what it is to live in a culture where bread is central to life, both practically and symbolically. Jesus lived in a bread culture as well. It's not coincidence that in the Lord's Prayer, we pray that the Lord will give us our daily bread. In ancient Palestine, bread was the staple. It was the food that kept people physically alive. But then on another level, it was also the more complex things that everyone needs to live. Love, community, safety. And today's text is a story of those two different kinds of bread. The bread that fills our stomachs and the bread that satisfies those more complex spiritual needs. The text begins just after Jesus has miraculously fed a multitude of people, thousands and thousands, with only five loaves and two fish. The crowd is amazed and delighted by this miracle worker, and they want to crown him king of Israel and send him off to fight the Romans. And so he hides from them to pray and crosses the Sea of Galilee by walking on water in the dead of night. And so the text begins with the crowd waking up to find that Jesus and his disciples have disappeared. They manage to track him down on the opposite side of the lake and they start asking him questions. Jesus just cuts them off and says, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Look, he says, you have no interest in who I really am and what I'm trying to do. You're just following me because you were hungry and I gave you something to eat. This is the first kind of bread that Jesus talks about, the kind of bread that meets our most immediate needs. This is what the crowd wants from Jesus. They're hungry, they want food. And we often seek that kind of bread from God, too. 
We want our basic needs to be met. We want food and shelter and jobs and love. We want the people in our lives who are sick to get better. And of course we want these things, and of course we should pray to God about them. It's absolutely right to want food and water and work and health and to pray about them. And scripture tells us that God grieves when any human person is deprived of these necessities. After all, we can't really think about much else when we don't have the basics of life. But Jesus reminds us that that's not all there is. We're beings with spirits. We have souls. We have needs that go deeper than a square meal and a roof over our heads. And so Jesus says to the crowd, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. That first kind of bread, he says, fills your stomach. Eat now, and in three or four hours, you'll be hungry again. But Jesus says, there's another kind of bread. Not the food that perishes, but the food that endures for eternal life. Later he calls it the true bread from heaven. The bread that comes down from God and gives life to the world. Eat this kind of bread, Jesus says, and you'll never be hungry again. And so the people that come to see Jesus are thrilled. There's a new kind of miraculous bread. Maybe it's like the manna that their ancestors received in the wilderness. And they say to Jesus, sir, give us this bread always. And Jesus says, I am that bread. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the second kind of bread. The bread that feeds that deep hunger inside us that we can never name. The bread that feeds our soul. Jesus promises us that kind of bread. But here's the thing. Our spiritual lives often get stuck at the level of the first kind of bread. Our prayer and our thought, at least mine, often stay on the level of our most immediate and concrete needs. What am I going to do about my meeting with my boss tomorrow? How am I going to pay the mortgage? What's going on with my teenager? And God meets us in the midst of that kind of stuff. God works with us and in us through it. God feeds us that simple kind of bread. But God also invites us into something that's much deeper. God offers us the bread of life, the kind of bread that feeds a much more profound hunger. And the question is whether or not we'll dare to ask for that second kind of bread. Because it's much easier to stay where we're comfortable to focus on the immediate and pressing life stuff and our deeper needs, the need for meaning, for purpose, for communion with the God that made us, that kind of need, it's much easier to ignore. But Jesus reminds us that he wants to feed our stomachs, but even more than that, he wants to feed us with the bread of life, with the very essence of God. And Jesus reminds us that our hunger for communion with God is just as serious and just as important as the hunger for food. The question is whether or not we have the courage to ask for that second kind of bread, to go to God with our deep, 
spiritual needs, as well as our daily joys and concerns. And seeking that second kind of bread is really hard. It's really tempting, for me at least, to take the easier way out, to sort of focus on the more surface things. There's certainly enough going on in day-to-day life to keep our attention. But if we ignore those deep spiritual needs, we'll always be fundamentally hungry. Nothing will ever feel quite right. And so we have to risk going deeper with God, getting past the surface, even when it's scary or difficult. We're so comfortable uh, challenging ourselves physically and intellectually. How many people do you know who've run a marathon or done a century or joined a book club or taken an extra class? We do that all the time. But challenging ourselves to take the next step spiritually can be a lot harder. We give ourselves permission to take care of our bodies and to tend to our relationships with friends and family, and it's absolutely right that we do that. But the question is, can we give ourselves permission to invest more time and energy in meeting our spiritual hungers? What do you need to do to get to the next level of depth with God? What's the next step that you can take so that God can offer you that second kind of bread? the bread of life. It doesn't have to be something enormous or complicated. Maybe you need five extra minutes in the morning to sort of collect yourself and offer your day to God. Maybe you could come to a program in church, get involved in a small group where you can get deeper with your community. Maybe you can take an extra walk and invite God to join you in the silence. Because we're beings with souls. We have spiritual hungers. And if we allow ourselves to feel them, those hungers are just as real and deep as any other hunger we have. And Jesus offers us the bread of life if we're just willing to reach out and receive it. Amen.